Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Really, Riley? 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 <laughs> Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Hello, beloved. Happy Wednesday. It is a short week. Thank goodness. And thankfully, this one's feeling like a short week. Because a lot of times when there's a short week, it's like my longest week ever. Anywho, welcome back to Really Riley. And if you're new around, there's here parts. Welcome to you. Um, this is a place where I ramble, rant, talk about, spew. Ugh, never mind that last word. Anyway, I chit chat about all things real, all things Riley, momhood, marriage, fitness, radio, fashion, all the good things. So today I wanted to chat with you guys about... My best advice for life in five words. Um, I know that's random, but poignant, right? So somebody asked me the other day when I was on Instagram and I did one of those like little ask me anything things. And I love those because I just get to like connect with you guys. And some of the stuff you guys write is so random, but so funny. But somebody asked me this, you know, like, Riley, do you think you could give some really great life advice in three to five words? And I was like, oh. I mean, more challenging than you would think because, you know, I talk for a living. So obviously I can be not winded, but a little bit more explanatory than five words or three to five words. But then I really thought about it and I was like, what is the best advice anyone has ever given me? It always the same one pops in my head. And let me tell you, this piece of advice is either going to enlighten you or it's going to anger you. When I was told this piece of advice, it immediately angered me because um, I wasn't ready to hear it. I mean, maybe I was actually ready to hear it, but I didn't act on it for probably about four or five years. So what is the best life advice I can give you in three to five words? Mine's five. And those are get a pen out. Maybe pause this, take a picture of the marker on the uh, podcast so you can go back and listen to it again if you forget it. It is, happiness is solely your choice. Boom. Sit on that one for a second. I'll say it again. Happiness is solely your choice. Whew, like even saying that right now, I can hear some people getting angry and maybe you just switched off the podcast. Hopefully you come back, friends. If you didn't and you're still here, like understand the very first time I heard this, I was in Atlanta. I was doing a morning show that I absolutely adored. But like anything else in life, it has its cons. For every pro, there was probably a couple more like really catastrophic cons. And... A lot of things in my life were semi falling apart, but when I tr when I look at the my life as a scale of shit show to elation, this really wasn't on the bottom of it. You know, like there was things that I would have wanted to change at the time, but I was wallowing, wallowing friends 
And the hardest thing for a wallower to accept is their misery is their responsibility. That's another one. Misery is your responsibility. I just sounded out responsibility like a couple words. Misery is your responsibility. Three words. So there, you have two. One was three, one was five. Anyway, my friend producer at the time was an individual that I respected a lot. Even though he was younger than me, his knowledge of life and the way he viewed it was way beyond his years. So much to the fact that it would annoy me because he would always speak that truth. And even though I only worked with him and had him actively in my life every day for three years, what he said to me when I was wet weighing was so fucking poignant. I forget what it was I was whining about. I forget what I didn't have at that time or what exactly I thought was missing. I had my health. I had a lot of money because I had no kids. I was in a city that I loved. I had good friends around me. I had a great job that I'd worked my ass off for. Sure, shit was funky and I was alone. I was lonely a lot, but like the way that I was crying, come on. And he said to me, like, choose happiness, Riley. Choose it. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? How do you choose happiness? Like, what do you mean? If I could just be happy, I would be happy. It's not as simple as that. And now I hear myself saying those words like, girl, shut up. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here and trying to say that if things are horrible and happening in your life that are out of your control, that you just have to go around with a smile on your face and everything is going to be hunky-dory. Not saying that at all because I've been through things that no matter how much I tried to keep a positive face or a positive mindset, that wasn't going to change where I was in that state. But yet another person of mine that was a very good friend that gave me very good advice that was younger than me said to me once, Riley, like, if you're not happy, you're not a tree. Move. Again, I, with full respect to anybody listening right now, understand there's certain things you can't just get up and go from. There's certain things you can't just smile and be happy from. But perspective is everything. At least it's been that way for me, big time. Because at the time, I didn't have any perspective as to just how much I really did have in life that I was taking for granted. You know what? couple months later, that show blew up. We were number one in the city, and boom, the show, part of the show was let go. And I was devastated. So what I thought was so bad, because, you know, there was trouble within, which I've come to find out, like most relationships that are real or there's some sort of real feeling or care, have that, you know? I was focusing too much on the bad. Now, don't get me wrong. There was stuff in that situation that was 100% out of my control that was shitty. It was, you know, beyond wrong. But, you know, have I forgiven since then? Yeah. It's not, I mean, you know, it's not something that in the moment I couldn't have chosen to be happy over. And I wasted a lot of tears and a lot of my you know, time as a single successful person instead of going, traveling, enjoying life, dating more. All I wanted to do was wallow in what I didn't have. I didn't have a perfect boyfriend at the time. I wanted to be a mother. 
I mean, that legit happened not but a couple months later. <laughs> um, and not at all in the way that I expected it to, but it did. So I think about all those nights and all those months that I would just cry myself to sleep, and it was n- over nothing. And I say this for myself, because if you're crying yourself to sleep, I'm not saying you're not owed that, not owed that. Like, it, sometimes a good cry is great. I'm just saying if that's all you can see in life, and that's all you, like, will let yourself see, like, you refuse to let, like, the happiness sun shine in through the blinds. Like, the minute it starts to peek through, you just shut the blinds real quick. Like, now I'm unhappy. Like, ah, uh, that song, oh, shoot, what is it, Godier? You can get addicted to a certain kind of sadness. That was me. Like, I just sat in it. It was almost like my calling card. So I'll say that piece of advice for you in five words again. Happiness is solely your choice. I didn't get it. Now look, I have found pockets of happiness since then in some of my darkest days. And when I say dark, I mean dark. I mean like physically I was in this life and I was here, but mentally I really didn't care what happened to me at all. Because for me, I allowed myself to stay in misery and not see any joy in anything ever and I just little girl I would go get back and give that Riley a hug and be like this too shall pass boo but it will only pass if you start figuring out how to have moments of joy even within this crap that you're trying to wade through and you know that not that time in my life because it wasn't until years after like five years after that I started believing in a positive mindset and manifesting good things for my life. Like for a good two years when I first started doing my vision boards and having my crystals and whatever, like it was hard, don't get me wrong, but it was like an exercise every day to not complain. I've told you guys this one at nauseum at the end of the day, I would hold my rose quartz, the love stone, um, self-love, romantic love, sexual love, whatever, and say thank you three times and think of the things that, the one thing in life that was the best day or best part of my day. The one thing of that day that made me happy. And girl, sometimes it was a cup of coffee. Sometimes it was that I didn't get a flat tire. I would have to make shit up. Sometimes I was like, well, a, a bird didn't shit on me today. So that was the best part of my day. But at least it was something I was choosing happiness for. And I mean, call it whatever you want. But for me... I watched things in my life turn around to a place I never, ever, ever imagined they would be. Through a lot of fucking sweat, a lot of fucking tears, a lot of heartache. But I weighed through it. Like, waited. I don't know if that's a word, whatever. But I, I got through it. And when I think back, like, would I change any one day of the hurt? I don't think so. Some of it. I would have changed for show the way I handled it, but like, I think there's some merit in getting through what's really ridiculously hard and then watching your life unfold because of the fact that you chose to put that in motion. I just think that 15% of life is luck and the rest of it is probably sure will maybe I'm off on the math here 
I suck at math. I was great in school with communications and writing, obviously, doing what I do now. I don't know. Maybe that's a very skewed number. But what I mean is, like, maybe it's 50-50. Maybe 50% of it is just fucking believing that happiness is something you deserve. Because I didn't for a while. I didn't know how to believe in that. I don't want to say that I liked being miserable. Because nobody likes being miserable. But I was more comfortable being miserable. Like, being happy was real, real fucking out of my comfort zone. And that's the thing is I would envy other people and I don't hate anybody, but I would, like, despise the people for having this happiness gene that I didn't have. Well, I don't know that happiness is the thing that you're born with. And if you are born with it, somewhere along the line, probably right after toddlerdom, you lose it and you have to use it every day. For me, happiness is a muscle. It's just like going to the gym. You don't get in there and work that. <laughs> that muscle that you worked for three years for is going to turn flabby in five minutes. I think happiness is the same thing. You want me to say the advice again? Happiness is solely your choice. I do. I really do believe now that happiness is a choice. It's not an easy one to make sometimes either because there seems to be so much hatred in the world right now. Not to sound like a pageant queen, but it's it's a it's it's like a disease, like honestly. And I get infected with it every couple of minutes, just like everybody else. But that's why like I'm consciously trying to snap out of it, for lack of a better word. Maybe you don't like the word choose happy. Maybe that annoys you like it did me. Then fine, snap out of it. Is that better? <laughs> you know, because I was always the type of person too that like, you know, the the calm pep top never really worked for me. And I'm not one that minces words. But it seems really minuscule, but I think every time I read on things on mental health or, you know, actively put to practice things that help my mental health, it's the simplest shit that you just think that can't help. Yeah, it can if you practice it enough. You know, you could be working out in the gym and think, okay, well, what's two reps going to be? Nothing. I can stop at 10 instead of going to 12. Okay, well. You add those two into sets of four, into four days a week, into 365 a year, blah, 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 blah. Again, I told you I wasn't good at math, but it adds up. Drink your water. Go to sleep early. Wear them blue light blocking glasses. Block the fucking haters. I need to do this more. I need to just not mess with people that want to be haters for no reason. Watch happy stuff. I used to go to sleep watching like the ID channel and like murder stories all the time. No wonder I was miserable. I mean, now that I'm a little bit happier in life, a lot of bit happier in life, but a little bit more seasoned at catching myself when I can't choose happy, I still watch that stuff. But it's not like a nighttime story for me anymore because I'll wake up in a bad mood. <laughs> and then me over there holding my crystal saying, thank you, thank you, thank you for the good things. And life just went out the window. You see what I'm saying, people? Like, I really don't like getting super preachy with you, but I guess it does come across that way sometimes when I'm just passionate about it. Because it's just been so abundantly clear in my life the last year or two. But even in the last month, because I have, you know, Lucy Goosey told you about a few health scares I'm having right now and I'm figuring it out. And there's becoming some answers and some lights at the end of the tunnel. Some I may not want to hear. Some that I'm like, oh, phew, thank fucking God it wasn't that. Hey, you see that? There's a little bit of choosing happy, right? 
I just think the effort to make yourself feel some joy is all your own. I still learn that too. Sometimes I still catch myself thinking that just because I have two beautiful children, a husband that is amazing and adores me, he gets on my nerves just like every other husband, so don't act like it's not all hunky-dory. I love the crap out of him, but I'm just saying. All of these things, this great career and great friends that like truly are there for me, I it I still sometimes get in wow wow mode, but you gotta turn the wet wet off and choose that happy. Or snap out of it. Whatever which way you want to be told that, whatever way works. When you look in the mirror, do it. Because at the end of the day, like all we're gonna have is happiness. I may or may not have said this before in my podcast that, like, when I look at my kids, the simple, simple, stupid joys that make them so happy, I'm like, I want more of that. Like, it's weird to be envious of a 16-month-old. How did that happen? But it's like we had a dance party in the kitchen today, like, and he was just jamming out and moving his little booty and moving and grooving, and I'm like, man... He is just in himself. Can you imagine an adult doing that on the dance floor? They'd be like, are you drunk? But who cares? Because he was happy as a snug. We call him snug. And I think I myself at least need to have more of that and consciously be reminded all day, every day, that happiness is solely your choice. I'm going to put the mic down. I'm going to drop it. I'm going to leave it there. You guys, I hope this touched you in some way, shape, or form as per use questions, comments, concerns at Riley Couture, R-I-L-E-Y-C-O-U-T-U-R-E. That's Facebook and Instagram. Twitter's Riley Couture 5. Snapchat's at Radio Recon and TikTok is Riley Couture 7. Love y'all longest. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you on Friday with the fave five. Y'all thanks for listening. It's really Riley.